Loading. Artist. Audio. Insight. Otcast. Verb. Interview with artists working today. Otcast. Noun. Insights into the work and process. Hello, and welcome to Otcast. I'm your host, Philip J. Mellon. Loading. Artist. Audio. Insight. Now, what, what's your schedule usually like? Do you get to paint every day, you said? Um, yeah, I drop my daughter to school every morning at 7.45. Yeah. And then I go for a walk from 8 to 9. Um, oh, I walk wow. along the beachfront for one hour. I come home, shower, and then go to the studio and work from 10 o'clock, half 10 until 1 o'clock every day. And I usually go back then for maybe two to three hours in the evening. Oh, cool. So I spend around six hours a day. Sometimes I, I read in my my studio. I look filter through books, read. Just I'm inspired by a lot of things. Yeah. Also, I listen to music while I paint, and sometimes the music puts me in a mood or kind of transports you to something else or to another idea or another feeling. So I, I kind of draw my inspiration from quite a lot of sources. Right. Who Do you have a few favorite musicians or bands you'd like to bring up? Yeah. I love um, listen, when I'm When I'm painting, I like to listen to um, Tom Waits. Oh, yeah. I love um, Sorry Evora. I'm sorry? Cesaria Evora. Oh, wow. I haven't heard that before. Is um, that she's a, from Boa uh, Vista, from the Cape Verde Islands. Okay. Um, I like Chevella Vargas, Mexican singer. I just, listen, I put my iPad on shuffle mostly, and everything in my iPad is my favorite music in the world, so I can't, yeah. I can't be disappointed by what comes up. <laughs> <laughs> Well-crafted playlists, huh? Yeah. I like music too a lot and I I tend to put I'll put one album on repeat and I'll just paint for like a few hours and it's just great I was in Nixia earlier today so I came back and did a little bit in studio I've got a studio in the local college Um, oh okay they basically give it to me for free because I teach there part time right and it attracts students from all over the world it's um, Stas Paraskas, a Cypriot um, artist, he set up the college. He's trained and or he studied in England and was a professor in one of the universities and came back to Cyprus when he retired. And okay. he um, he set up um, the Cyprus College of Art. Um, so I'm actually in there and it attracts students from all over the world. So different times a year, they come for three months for a couple of weeks. But um, it's very interesting because it has a, the whole college is enclosed by a sculptured wall that Stas himself has put together. Yeah, so it's it's, it's enclosed in in a sculpture. Wow. So it's it's really interesting, actually. Yeah, that sounds beautiful. Yeah, it is. Wow. He has a painting of Tate Modern. Okay. Um... He got a lot of uh, review, um, bad press in London or in the UK. He did a painting of a naked woman back in the 50s. 
And okay. the actual painting's in the Tate Modern at the moment. But um, you, you, if you Google him, you'll find that. Oh, cool. Thank you. Mm-hmm. It's got a, a lot of interesting history, actually, the college. Oh, yeah. What was the name of the college again? It was Cypress School of Art? Cypress College of Arts, but the part, the section that I'm in is called Lemba. It's a small little village. Um, it's around eight kilometers outside of Paphos, which is the biggest town. And it's pretty sea views, um, coffee shop, ceramicist. There's a lovely archaeological center and yeah. just a few families that live there and that's about it. Oh, wow. Then banana plantations leading down to the sea. It's beautiful, actually. It's very relaxing. <laughs> yeah, that's great. It sounds beautiful. I mean, you must really... Uh, you're inspired a lot by the ocean and the sea, huh? And boats and things. Yeah, that's most of my work. I can't escape, get away from the sea because it's everywhere I go. It follows me or I'm following it. It's just all around me living in such a small island and I'm practically on the coast. So right. everywhere I go, I see it. It's, and I'm also the weather and elements of weather and how they affect the colors and the light. And, you know, ele- there's a lot of electrical storms here in Cyprus. So Electrical storms like lightning? Lightning, thunder, yeah, it's cool so the weather also has a lot to do with my work and just trying to recreate the kind of I don't know <laughs> but the, the, just just to recreate or, or capture the, the experience yeah that's true I just wanted to welcome you to podcast Bridget thank you glad to be here <laughs> virtually together yeah um, <laughs> Uh, when you create a work, do you use any sketches or preliminary work in the process? Uh, not really. Um, I usually create small, a small series of paintings on paper, and I find that these nurture the paintings that follow on wood or canvas. So you work on wood as well? Yeah, I work on uh, wood panels, wooden panels, and mostly wood, actually, and every, kind of every from now and then I work on, the, on canvas, but mostly it's wood. Wooden panels, I have them made by a local carpenter. Oh, okay. Now, do you like do you like the surface of the wood? Does it like behave with the paint a little differently? Or yeah, I find it's resilient, and you know, you can especially for me because I work a lot with a palette knife. When I oh, okay. when I work on canvas, I find it kind of pushes into the canvas, and sometimes it leaves marks. But when I work on wood, it just offers a harder surface and. It seems to be able to take the the mark making more. Yeah, that's great. Use a palette knife. Thanks for clearing that up. It, it's really interesting. Okay. It makes so much sense with your work now. I use a palette knife all the time. It's like my favorite tool. I just love palette knives, all different shapes and yeah. sizes. You can just make so many different marks. Right. So you have a bunch of them then. I've got around a hundred, I'd say. Wow. I've got old <laughs> ones that my hand. It's Practically, they've just molded into the shape of my hand from long-term use. So I have oh, wow. Some yeah, it's good. So the handles are, are they're ergonomic now, huh? Yeah, they're getting <laughs> weary with me. How do you get yourself out of creative block? Well, I just finally have to ride out the storm. I guess um, I just dabble and wait for something to come out of it most of the time. Yeah, so you just kind of trudge through it? Yeah, keep going and just keep trying to create something and hoping that something will inspire me or something will come out of it. 
I try yeah. to get not too bad. I try not to get too bogged down, just to keep going and keep working and keep creating and see what happens. Yeah, so a little experimental during that time. Yeah, yeah. When did you fall in love with art? I feel like you became an artist. Um, I think I've loved arts from since I can remember. Um, my earliest memory of making a painting was when I was around seven or eight. And my parents were watching TV and I was sitting behind the couch doing a painting of a pony sticking his head out of a barn. Oh, yeah. <laughs> practically in the dark, I painted this painting. And when I showed it to my mom and dad, they were like, oh, my God, it's amazing. And I just fell in love with art. So I, I'd always been in love with it. But that was kind of the starting point for me. Yeah, yeah. Now, you were you were behind them as they were watching TV, you said? Yeah, I was behind the couch. They had the couch pulled towards the fire. I was behind the couch painting in the dark. But I still have the painting, and I look back on it every time. It's very oh, wow, that's great. It's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Now, with um, I, I wanted to, like, talk about your color a little bit. Like, it seems like... Do you do, you do a lot of mixing beforehand, or...? Yeah, I tend to, I rarely use a color directly out of a tube. Um, yeah. I tend to mix all the time and make my own colors or try and make variations of colors. Um, again, my work is, my colors are very influenced by the colors around me. Um, um, Cyprus um, has a lot of electrical storms, thunder, lightning. It's My work is predominantly influenced by the sea and how the sea. nature... Yeah, and how Mother Nature just plays and with the colors and but yeah, I I I mix my 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 colors mostly, so yeah. There's like a an interesting the idea of space in your paintings. It seems like there's like a very fine line between some of the values and the tones that are in it. Yeah. Like just how the colors relate to one another. Some of them are more kind of compatible, the colors, and then others, they're just kind of a little bit more extreme. But, yeah. But, um, yeah, I try to get a nice balance between what's kind of over overboard and try and keep some of them more muted or, you know. How do you feel the computer or the Internet helps or hurts an artist? I think it really helps, actually, and I believe the computer aids our, inter our interaction with other artists, and I think Facebook is a great way, because it binds artists that are oceans apart, it keeps us all connected, yeah. and I think it keeps, you know, it unites contemporary, glo the, the complete contemporary global art scene, and we see art as it's just emerging, just like buns out of the oven, you know, which is fantastic. We don't need to go outside or try to go to galleries. I know it's good to see them in the flesh, but it it offers it offers such um, an escape living on a small yeah. island just to have that facility that it's there at your fingertip if you want to see it. And I can see what's going on in New York, what's going on in Japan. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's a great sharing tool, huh? Yeah. What feeds your work more? Would you say your other paintings, looking at um, other artists' work? Yeah, I, I tend to look a lot. I look at a lot of artists' work. Um, I look at a lot of the masters' work. Um, Pierre della Francesco. It's Francesca. It's, it's amazing actually because I'm just kind of like an eclectic mix of artists that I go back and look at all the time. I like Howard Hodgkin. I like. Um, oh, cool. Oh, there's many artists, but I, I also like 
the old as well as the new. And right. it's good. How important is formal art training to an artist? Personally, I'm not sure it is important. Um, I believe art comes from within. And I think it manifests itself regardless of one's form of training. And that each, you know, it's to, to the individual to express their inner, innermost, you know. I don't think it's necessary. Yeah. For example, one of my favorite painters is um, um, Henry Rousseau. And Rousseau. He's a self-taught artist, and I, I just am so attracted to his work. It's just so beautiful. I know you've mentioned a few artists. Do you have any more that you'd like to bring up? Um, I love Harris Hodgkins. I know I've mentioned him already. Um, Gerhard. Yeah. I'm sorry? Gerhard Richter. Oh, okay. I yeah. like Mark Rothko. Do you have an artist quote you'd like to share? Um, yeah, actually. It's, um, it's an actual quote from Aristotle. But um, it's, the aim of art is to represent not the outward appearance of things, but their inward significance. That is great. I can hear that all the time. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's so to do with my work as well, because it's not about it's how I feel. It's more a, an emotional response to, to art as opposed to trying to recreate something visual that people will understand. Right. Now, this, this is often my, my favorite question to ask. Can you use three to five words to describe your work? Um, colorful. Eclectic. Eclectic. Emotional. Emotional? Mm-hmm. I have a couple of words I'd like to share. Thank you. Which, <laughs> which I've, I've said to you before, but I think they're completely awesome. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, um, what brought, brought you to Cyprus anyway, if you don't mind my asking? Am I on air? No, I don't have to put it in the no. Oh, oh you can if you like. Um, I came to Cyprus, actually. My best friend, um, Valerie Brennan. Oh, got, yeah. Yeah, she married um, uh, a Cypriot, and I came to her wedding and fell in love with another Cypriot. So oh, wow. I packed in a full-time teaching arts job in Ireland and moved to Cyprus, and I'm teaching here part-time, but uh, it's great because I've got the opportunity to really just work and do my own work and not have to... I, f I found it difficult in Ireland when you're trying to teach and paint at the same time. Yeah. It just was too tiring, so now it's great, you know. I've got all the freedom, the time in the world. It's very laid back. Just come and do my own thing and at my own pace and leisure. It's great. Yeah, so you have a little bit more of a balanced life. Yeah, more freedom. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. It must be beautiful there. I was just looking at a map of Cyprus uh, earlier today, yeah. and I had no idea it was an island, and that was really cool. I saw, and it's just, it makes so much sense that you would draw your inspiration from that. Yeah. I spend most of my time painting outdoors, because, you know, it's oh, really? just so warm. I prop up an easel outside in the college. I'm in the walled sculpture, as I call it. I'm enclosed by art, and I just prop a sculpture. I'll send you a photograph. Um, okay. outdoors, but um, yeah, I spend most of the time working outside. I set up a table and easel, working big, small, whatever, and it's it's fantastic. Oh wow! Now, um, you do you have a photograph of the sculpture by chance, the sculpture wall? 
Yeah, I'll send one of those along too. Yeah, I've got oh, one. Oh, that's great. It's, it's totally wacky, actually. It's it's one of the most amazing places that you could actually paint because you're you're painting in art, you know. It's just you're so yeah, right. <laughs> That sounds fantastic. I'd love to see that. I can't wait for the photo. Yeah. Um, I would just like to thank you, Bridget, for being on Outcast. Thank you. It's been a pleasure to be invited. This has been Outcast. Thank you from me, your host, Philip J. Mellon. Keep the dialogue going. <laughs>